So I saw a long video off of CNBC, and they were speaking about tech companies like Google, Facebook, etc. Was all making a rush to Africa. Now you have people a lot of times come to my comment section and say, "I don't want to go over there." I was, what's the point of doing this? Oh, look, Africa got these problems. See why you guys want to go over there. But yeah, all those so-called problems, why is Facebook want to go over there? Even though with all the problems that you, we point out at times, because the continent isn't perfect. Even if the Chinese are doing things, they, you know, they have no business yet. They want to be there. Even though you talk about corrupt leaders and they want to be there. Or you talk about uh, some poverty in different places. And yet, Google wants to be there. Google wants to be in Nigeria. Jack from Twitter wants to be in Ethiopia. Nigeria and many other countries. Elon Musk wants to be there and doing different things. Why is it that we have these top people want to be in Africa, but we have some, not all, black Americans as being so silly, very silly, to not even pay attention to why these people with all this money want to be there but you not there. It is a new rush for Africa now because the Chinese have seen the opportunities that's on the African continent and nowhere else in the world. White folks always knew about the opportunities in the continent. And they have the, some of the youngest workforce in the world. The average age in Africa right now is 25 and under. Do you understand that's a big workforce? A lot of people that can work. A lot of people that it doesn't take a whole lot of money to pay them. And even if you pay them a little more than what they would normally get, they will be very happy. They didn't come up in the system where they had entitlements, where they grew up like, you know, entitlements in America has ruined a lot of people and made people lazy. You know, when you could say, oh, I can just go get some food stamps. Oh, I can go get some welfare. Oh, I can go get some WIC. I can go get some housing. I can go get this. I can go get that. You understand? It can create a lazy class. But in the continent of Africa, if you don't have it, you don't have it. You ain't getting nothing. So you, it's like the, the, what the Bible teach. You don't work, you don't eat. That's really how it is in the continent of Africa. You have no quote-unquote safety nets for anything. But I'm watching this 13-minute video on CNBC talking about all the new tech hubs that's been opening up in the continent of Africa. Now, Netflix is making uh, original programming out of Africa. One called Queen, Queen Dunn, a Queen. I think that's what it's called. I'm gonna watch it, but I've seen the trailer for it. They're doing shows out of South Africa and, and Zimbabwe, and I forgot the other country they're making uh, in Nigeria. So Netflix is over there now. Amazon, I was seeing, is in South Africa doing things. So, so all these major companies that's in America. All are trying to get in to the continent of Africa. But now my thing is I'm trying to talk to you. I'm trying to talk to my brothers and sisters about this because we did a live stream the other night called we're always late to the party. And what's going to happen is you're going to miss out on a grand opportunity to get land, to start businesses, etc. And then after everything's bought up, after all the businesses are developed, after all these African nations come up to, you know, what you would call first world status, then it's going to be expensive like America. And you're like, man, 
it's so expensive in Africa now. Yeah, but when you had a chance to get in there, it wasn't expensive. When you had a chance to go to a place like Nigeria outside of Lagos and spend $2,000 to get an acre of land, you could have done that. Now that land could be worth $200,000 an acre because so much got built up around there. You understand? Like you are, so get you some property on the beach. You can't get, you can't go wrong with that. Getting property on the beach, or you just whatever, like Akon said, whatever you doing here in America, do over there. Whatever that may be, your expertise is good. I was talking to a brother the other day. He drives trucks. I said, hey, you drive trucks, go over there and do it. You will be able to hire guys, bring you know your equipment, do everything you can right over there. And, and make good money and still pay your drivers good. He said, man, I can really do that. Like, yeah, you can do that, brother. It, it, it's like it, the, the knowledge to do things, sometimes you got to listen, research, go, find out, etc. right? You know, when I always talk about have your Africa plan, people say, oh, yeah, he go with that. But you know what? When, you, when, you, when I finally one day make a video, and, and say, hey, you know what? My Africa plan, it came together. I got my spot over here. I got this. I got that. This is what I meant by Africa plan. Now, I don't tell people what I'm going to do. Because, see, what people want you to do is spell out what you're trying to do or what you're planning online. You don't do that. You never spell out your plans completely online or tell anybody. You don't let your left hand know what your right hand doing because you can't tell your dreams and plans to everybody because your dreams and plans can create enemies that you would not have had if you wouldn't have said anything. You don't do that. And people will try to sabotage your plans if you sit up there and tell your business to everybody. So that's something that you just do not do whatsoever. So you would never hear me tell you how I'm going to do it what countries I'm looking to do it in. I'm not telling you nothing. What I'm telling you is you go for yourself, figure out what's going to work good for you. And you go try that out. And if you want information from me, then maybe we can put it together in a course and then we can offer you, Hey, you want this information? Get this course because I'm not going to take my time. Just to be doing that all the time. We, we can just put together a course and then you can have it anytime you need it. And you can share with your friends and family um, if you want that to do. But the new rush for Africa is happening before our eyes. Don't be late to the party. And I'm telling you guys as a collective, Phil not going to be late. Phil already doing what he got to do. He is. I'm caring about you. So when you show up and you say later, Phil, man, what happened, man? It's just, I don't know. There's so many people trying to get in here and I can't get in and we black American, we Caribbean, we Afro-Latino, and we should be having first dibs. Well, the first dibs is now. That's what the first dibs is. It is now. Remove all fear because a lot of black folks are so afraid. You're afraid of them. Let me tell you, if you live in America, if you live in America and you're not afraid to live here, listen, you should be petrified to live in this country as black people. Petrified. Anything that happened to us, our deaths are justified. No one support us like that. The great Dr. John Henry Clark said we have no friends, and that is the absolute truth. If you don't have fear of living in America, and if all the things, police shootings, police beatings, uh, mass incarceration, uh, 
white supremacist terrorist organizations running around. Then you have people that support that silently and openly. You should be in more fear of living in America than anywhere else. You go to Africa, they ain't got no Ku Klux Klan running around to come come get you or the alt-right or, or all these racist organizations. They don't have that. You don't deal with that issue and problem. But you're more afraid to go to Africa than you ought to live here. That just don't make sense. And I know because a lot of you don't know no better. You just run off at your mouth. And that's fine. And like I say to some of those people who are out here who can't stand Africa or, or even the thought of it, we don't want you there. I don't want you there. Please stay here. Let, because but later you're going to be crying about, man, everybody left me. We, we, why are you leaving us behind? You know, you don't care about your people. No, you don't care about yourself. Because when you was told to get on the train and get on the plane, and then you didn't do it. Oh, but Phil, I'm afraid to fly. Well, take a red eye, take some uh, melatonin or whatever you need to take to go to sleep and go yourself to sleep. It's more dangerous getting your vehicle than it is flying an airplane. More than 40,000 people died last year on, in the roads of America. Not 40,000 people died with plane crashes. So, you know, you, you what are you talking about? I mean, what, you say you, you, you're so afraid of this and so afraid of that. Once again, if you're not afraid of living in America, you can do anything. Trust me on that as a black person. But don't be late to the party with this new rush. Don't be late because these tech companies are coming in. They're going to make the, the places that don't have the fast internet going to have fast internet. They're going to get 5G phones, you know, and 5G, you know, uh, capabilities. All that land that we building up, you know, nice condos, apartments, you know, all kind of things they could be building up. I When I go, I just see so many opportunities and I'm like, man, I can't wait to we get some of these, you know, set these things up. But the thing about Africa, you got to be on the ground. You got to go and meet people and talk with people. It's not like here in America, where you can do everything from a computer or a cell phone. You actually got to go out and talk with people. But the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, you got to set yourself up. You got to have that Africa plan. You got to have a passport. You just got to do it just as black people. And even you want to talk about, if you want some people that's that diehard Captain Black America. Well, you can go to Liberia then, because Liberia is the place that our ancestors went back to after slavery. Now, of course, they stopped that program of shipping us back. I wish they would have shipped us all back, but um, they stopped that program because let's call it what it is. They didn't want, want us gone. We had all the skills to, to build America after slavery. They weren't building crap. They didn't build anything. They didn't build no homes. They didn't do the agriculture. They didn't do anything. They was crossing their legs and letting black people do all the work for them. So then you're going to let all the skillful people just leave? Of course they was going to shut that down. Because all, all would happen is if all the black people was, was skillful leave and went to Liberia, they'd have built Liberia up like that. The same way America was built up. But you got to have your, your Africa plan I'm in the new rush for Africa. Black America needs to be in a new rush for Africa completely. I don't care what African nation you go to. I know a lot of y'all like to go to Ghana because it's popularized. That's fine. 
Wherever you got to go to get connected, go. It doesn't bother me where you go, what city, you know, wherever. Like I said, my journey started in East Africa. That's why I was invited first. And a lot of people ask me about West Africa, but West Africa didn't reach out to me. West Africa didn't uh, say we'll fly you and your team um, to one of those West African nations. It was Ethiopia. And I will always thank Ethiopia and Ethiopian Airlines for doing that. Because by them doing that and letting me get on the ground in Ethiopia, it opened my eyes and my spirit to get connected where I feel I literally belong. And when that sister Malukin had told, had looked at me and told me and pointed at me, he said, you know you don't belong there. He said, you know you where you belong. You belong right here. And it's like, I felt that. Because I'm like, yeah, she right. I like, I don't even feel like I belong. I mean, I grew up in America all my life. And I said, the only place I feel like I belong is in Africa. Like, no matter what country, the moment I get there, I just feel like, man, I'm home. Here, I feel like, yeah, I live here, but it doesn't, in my spirit, it doesn't feel like home. So why not come, like, they, they say all the time, come home, come back home. Because that's where we belong. Yes, our ancestors didn't have a choice in coming over here. That's why I get pissed off when I hear somebody say, you know, our ancestors were immigrants. Man, if you, my ancestors were no immigrants. They were stolen and, and everything to come over here. But we have the opportunity to go back to where our ancestors come from by choice. Not by force, but by choice. And going to, yes, will you have to roll up your sleeves and, and put some work in to build the Africa that you want? Sure. You know, if you don't want to work, then, hey, I guess Africa won't work out for you. They won't. And you still deal with these people if you want to. But I don't mind rolling up my sleeves. I don't mind putting in the work to build something great. Because I want to have something great for my my kids. And I know Africa is the place to have it at. For me. It's getting more expensive here. Inflation. You know, the dollar is not, don't spend like it used to. I remember at one point in time, $20 was some money. Now $20 is like a freaking five dollars you know what i'm saying i mean at one point in time we used to put gas in in this country for five dollars i remember people say hey you know can you give me a ride well give me five dollars for gas you can't get nobody five dollars anymore five dollars that's not gonna put that hardly gonna put one gallon in in, in, in people car these days just depending where you are living i remember you can you know spend a hundred dollars if that at a grocery store and that could take you Give you almost two weeks worth of food, hundred dollars, man. You can spend that in one setting now, because things are so high. GMOs in our food, chemicals all over the place, all that stuff making us sick. I go over there to the continent. They don't allow GMOs. They don't have any chemicals and pesticides on their food. You know, they don't have obesity problems like we have here. You know, because all the mess they do to the food. You know, big farmers just just you know want us sick so we can keep buying medication. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, a lot of us in the black community are waking up and we're, you know, becoming vegans now or we're doing keto, we exercising. We're not drinking cow's milk as we used to, so much so that the dairy industry is suffering. You know, Borden has shut down. Oak Farms milk has shut down because we are waking up about, you know, plant-based uh, eating, things that Dr. Sebi had told us a long time ago. We were having a great awakening all over the place and it's a beautiful thing to watch us have a great awakening but part of that is returning to the continent as well that's that's going to not only physical but it's more so spiritual uh, for us as well 
And these people don't like that awakening because they didn't start it and they didn't control it. And it's not stopping no time soon. And what I love is the new pioneers, you know, like people that's on this space of the Internet are being the leaders of that. It's not the traditional black leaders because the traditional black leaders don't want to go nowhere. They, they find where they at. But we know that it's something more. It's more opportunity. If we're willing to work and build. Listen, we can rebuild Black Wall Street in Africa. I've said that and we can do it. I wouldn't want to dare try to rebuild Black Wall Street in this place. Why? So they can sabotage it? I'm sick of watching black people be sabotaged all the time. I'm tired of that. Did a story last week about Detroit and raising up the, the home value of black people so you could take their homes away in taxes. That's the sabotage, man. Versus we get some land, we can build our own subdivision, build our own hospitals, our own fire department, you know, have everything that we need right there, grocery store, uh, doctor's offices. We can rebuild everything that Black Wall Street had, airplane, uh, airport, you know, where planes could land. We can do everything they had in Black Wall Street all over again in Africa. And they would love for us to come do it. They would love it. And that's how I think. I say, let me get, you know, people had joke one point in time, say I was making 10 million a year. I say, well, maybe that's a prophecy that's going to happen. I accept that. Um, but if I become the $10 million man, you better believe I'm going to try to rebuild Black Wall Street. But in Africa, I'm not going to do it here. Forget that. Because I know the opportunities. I know there's land we could buy. I know there's so many things that we can do over there. We can't get no acres upon acres of land here for, for much of nothing. No, that's going to break us. And if they would even sell it to us as being black, because you know how they are. They so they so ugly. They you may have the money and they know you got it, but they just don't want to give it to you because you're black. But if you, you know, white or, or Chinese or whatever else, they give it to you. So, like, why deal with that? That's why we need to be a part of the new rush for Africa. Either rush and be a part of it while it's getting good now or be left out and be at the party complaining and mad that you didn't get in. And then you're going to see your other fellow brothers and sisters like doing it big over there. Like, man, you know, I, I should have came do this when they were telling me 10 years ago. And, and now I show up and everything is kind of just popping. I say, yeah, we told you. Leave me your thoughts. Thank you for listening to the Philo Scott audio experience. I hope you learned something from our program. Make sure if it's your first time here, go and check out all the episodes that we have. Start binge listening. That way you can get acclimated to everything that we're talking about. If you like our show and we would greatly appreciate you liking the show, support us monthly. You can do it as little as a dollar or more. Support of the show helps us to keep going Helps us to change, upgrade, buy equipment. You know, eventually we're going to start bringing guests in. And we want to make sure we put on a great show for you guys. So support is definitely something that we greatly appreciate. We definitely appreciate all our supporters that we have now. We love you. We cherish you. Thank you for everything that you're doing. See you next time.